0: Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman, and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multimillion-dollar business. Ten years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Welcome to episode one of BU Podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today. This has been a long time in the making, and I first of all want to acknowledge all of you who have been so encouraging and supportive on and offline the minute I shared with you that I felt it was on my heart to have this podcast. For those of you who are meeting me for the first time, I'll tell you a little bit about my background and how in the world this podcast came to be. I'm a mom living in the Midwest. I've lived here my entire life. I'm a former registered nurse. I've worked in areas such as neonatal intensive care, surgery, cardiac telemetry. And 13 years ago, I found myself stepping into, actually diving headfirst into an online health and wellness business, totally out of my comfort zone. I knew nothing about business, nothing about sales, nothing about marketing. It was really, really scary, but yet something was drawing me in. It was One of the best decisions I ever made in my life. It was that experience that grew me in ways that I don't think anything else could have grown me and probably one of the biggest reasons that I'm here doing this today with you. So while I was working three different jobs as a nurse, I started this side gig in the profession of network marketing. And I know some of you hearing that already are either cheering or you're cringing. I'm no longer in that Industry in that profession, but it was such a great experience. I worked really, really, really hard. I was the queen of hustle, the queen of grind. I was extremely consistent. I failed a lot, but I never, ever, ever gave up. And because of that, and because of the amazing people who partnered with me, four years after saying yes, I actually was earning enough income from that little side hustle to leave my career in nursing. The company awarded me health insurance and the income was actually more than I was making as a nurse. So I walked into the hospital and said goodbye and retired my scrubs forever. Now, I will tell you, it's not just because I was making more money. I was in a position in that career of nursing, and I don't know if you've ever been in this position before, if you've ever felt this way before, but I felt like I had been cast in the wrong movie. Like, I had so much respect for the field of nursing. I had honor telling people that I was a registered nurse. I worked in some pretty intense, you know, impressive areas of nursing. I did a lot of good. I learned a lot. I worked with wonderful people. And yet, I still felt like I, I was in the wrong role. I, I'll just tell you that I, so I'm allergic to wool. And I felt like I was wearing a wool suit, but it was like three sizes too small. I felt that way, not in the beginning, but towards the end of my nursing career every single day that I went to work. It wasn't a good feeling. And I didn't know what God was telling me. I didn't know what the answer was, but I certainly knew that I would not be a nurse forever. I knew that. And so when I stepped into that other business, it came after I had stated many times out loud and on paper that I wanted a different life. I described it. I talked about it to my colleagues, and they actually laughed at me and they'd say, Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Go start that IV. Uh, a job like that doesn't exist. Where I would say, I want flexibility. I wanna be my own boss. I wanna make a lot of money so I don't have to worry about debt anymore. I can't get ahead of my bills at this point. And I want to have financial freedom and abundance. I want to still help people and make a difference. But I also don't want to miss out on every minute of my kids' lives. You know, I just want something else. And I truly believe that me calling that out into the universe, speaking those words out loud, I believe that that's the reason that it came to me. So I met someone who was a complete stranger who invited me to partner with her. And again, as I said, it was the best decision ever. Many times the best decision is the most uncomfortable, and it comes with a lot of of growth and that's what happened. Like, you know, have you ever asked for something, wished for something or prayed for something and then you get it, but the delivery process is hard or it arrives in a package that you don't like. Like you don't like the wrapping paper, you either don't like the wrapping paper or the the wrapping paper is painful. Like you wanna open the the gift, but it's covered in, you know, like razor blades and mousetraps. You know, that's how this gift was. This gift of this other career, which was going to give me exactly what I said I wanted, freedom financial abundance, a flexible schedule, et cetera, et cetera. It came with lessons that I was not ready for. And man, were they tough. What I didn't tell you is since childhood, I had been, past tense, very anxious, very insecure. I was a high performer. I always was a great student. I was athletic. I always achieved. I always wanted to be the best at everything. And many times I was. I was a perfectionist who really got my worth through achieving, through attention. But I was also extremely sensitive. I got my feelings hurt very, very easily. Um, It was very difficult for me to regulate my emotions. Everything seemed very buttoned up and perfect most of the time. But then I would have explosions of either tears and crying or anger. And I never knew where that came from. As I had children at the time when I started my network marketing business, while I was working, as I said, I had children who were aged 9, 6, and 3 at the time. You know, I was the mom who would have a meal in the crock pot by 10, 30, or 11 in the morning. I had two years of running Brownie and Girl Scout troops. I taught Sunday school. I was a good doer, a really good doer and a really good achiever. I loved making sure my house was clean, um, although I did have help from my mom, uh, for sure, when I was um, overwhelmed with that. But my point is that I always wanted everything to look perfect on the outside, and I didn't realize for many, many years that it's because I felt so chaotic and um, unhappy and confused on the inside. So my control came through my house, my kids, the way they dressed, their hair being brushed, You know, making sure that, you know, they had the biggest, most elaborate birthday parties, that even if we didn't have much money, I put a ton of effort into them. I always stayed late at work. I always worked extra. I always said yes to everybody. I never said no. And that's why I was exhausted, confused, anxious. I was the person who also always felt like people were better than me, especially if it was connected to money. If people had more money than me, more status than me, even though they likely did not think this, I felt like I was less than. I was nervous around them. My neck and my chest would break out in red patches. My ears would turn bright red. Sometimes I would, I would actually have ringing in my ears, right? Which is the form of a panic attack. Just having a conversation with someone who I perceived as better than me. Now, again, this was while I had a great job. I was doing well. Everything looked great. I looked like I had a perfect life. You know, I was the weight and size I wanted to be. I was stylish. I had friends. I was outgoing. I was happy. But inside, that's what was really happening. And behind the scenes, that's what was happening. I also was drowning in debt, not from being an overspender. Right. But, but, because, and you'll learn this on the podcast, if you're not already familiar with money, mindset and attraction, and et cetera, I realized that um, I had attracted a partner, and we had created a life that was not going to create financial abundance because in both of us, we did not have a healthy mindset about money. And so that's why we could not keep it or attract it. So that business that I told you I started while I was working three jobs, While I was dealing with everything else internally, I described, and also was married to someone who was battling and struggling with addiction, which made life unpredictable and difficult. I found myself at a point where I forced my way into these exciting goals. As I said, being able to tell people, look, you know how very many, how few people make it in network marketing? I made it, right? I achieved the top position in the company. I'm one of those people that you, you, hear about, I'm really her, you know, being able to walk away from that job and have that freedom, have no calendar that I had to answer to, had no boss, you know, made way more than I was making as a nurse. And by the way, had the achievement and the goals and speaking on stages, et cetera, which by the way, I became addicted to. But all of that came at a big cost, a really big cost. I wasn't aware of it at the time, but I look back now and realize I missed out on years with my kids. I missed out on lunches with friends. I missed out on hobbies. I missed out on just downtime. And physically, my body crashed. After reaching one of the biggest goals of my career at that point, I actually ended up in bed for about three weeks. I could barely move because I had such, ex- such exhaustion and it was adrenal fatigue. I made a decision in that probably six months after that, that the life that I had was not the life that I wanted anymore. I was in a situation where the person I was married to was unwilling to, and actually I would say unable to grow, unable to get well, choosing alcohol over me and the children um, day after day after day after day. And although it went against everything I believed and everything I was taught and everything I preached, by the way, I made a really difficult decision and I chose to end that marriage. Now, we'll have episodes actually about that topic, so you'll learn more um, in other episodes, but that was a huge, huge growth piece for me, right? The reaction from others, the response from others, and how I chose to handle that grew me into a person that I'm actually really proud of right now. I don't know if you've ever made a decision that causes pain for someone else, but you know internally it's the best decision for you. I don't know if you've ever chosen Yourself and stopped abandoning yourself for the happiness of everyone else, but I made that decision and Although it was difficult Just like the decision to start that business knowing nothing about it and being terrified of it full of anxiety and working three jobs That was the best decision even though it came with difficulty. So was this at that moment I chose to really really look in the mirror I had already been doing personal development. If you don't know anything about the world of network marketing, what I love about that career is that it causes you to look at yourself. The language they speak is personal development. So that wasn't new to me. But I decided to really look at me, like really, really deep. I started learning about the traumatic experiences I had had as a child, teenager, and young woman, the effect that they had on me as an adult. That me yelling at my kids wasn't just that I was stressed out, and it wasn't hormones, which I thought it was. Those were triggers for, for deep-seated trauma that I was carrying around. I learned about the subconscious mind. I learned about psychology. I learned about what I now call head trash, the stories that everyone you know, carries around with them and the lens through which we see the world and everyone else and ourselves. I basically started hustling instead of in work to learn more about myself. I told you I was a high achiever and a perfectionist, so I took myself on in a way that, Probably a lot of people don't. And I wouldn't (laughs) necessarily recommend it. Um, I made myself my project. But as I grew, and I really, 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 really grew, a couple of interesting things happened. My business started growing with much less effort. I started attracting a different type of person into my circle and into my life and into my business interactions, whether they were customers or people who ended up working with me, or even just people I was, you know, socializing with. I wouldn't say they're better. They were better as in, you know, if you would rate people, they were more confident, they were happier, they weren't complainers, they weren't negative nancies. I observed that and thought it was really interesting. And I realized, oh my gosh, that's the cause and effect. I'm growing. So I'm attracting. So I learned about the law of attraction and vibration and frequency, and I became obsessed. I started teaching it to other people and talking about it with my team and with other organizations. I also attracted a wonderful and amazing partner into my life. My husband is my very best friend. We support each other. We have each other's back. You know that saying, when she says jump, he says how high? Well, when he says jump, I say how high. And when I say jump, he says how high. We have an equal partnership. We love each other and support each other unconditionally. And it's a relationship that I could have never had as the old me. I also could never have had it with the old partner. But as I grew, that's why I attracted the person I now have in my life. We blended two families together. We'll talk about that in this podcast. It wasn't easy, but it was so worth it. And we learned so much in the process. We have five kids combined, ages 22 down to almost 16, and a beautiful little grandbaby who came to us by total surprise last year and is the best thing that ever happened to us. We love our kids so much. Um, I'm very, very proud of the family that we've created together. So, about three or four years ago, on that continual quest to move forward, um, myself, with at that time not having big business goals at all. Really, I was just so focused on my new life and my husband and our family. Um, in that process of taking myself on and becoming my own project, I really dug deep. I found a spirit healer, which went against everything I had been told and programmed to believe in religion. I found EMDR therapy. I chose to start believing that I was a good mom and actually, Healed from and got over that infamous, dreaded mom guilt that had haunted me for years and years and years. I took intense courses that caused me and challenged me to do things like I am afraid of heights. I was afraid of heights, and I actually harnessed, jump, jumped off of a 35 foot pole, and did a high ropes course. That'll be an interesting episode. You'll have to laugh along with me because it was a really crazy process and funny. I have done things like beat a pillow until I throw up. I have written my own obituary sitting in a cemetery. I have role-played with complete strangers acting out really uncomfortable, painful situations that I experienced as a child. I wrote letters to everyone who had, quote, wronged me and I forgave them. And I looked at myself and how I caused those situations. And when that happened, I found a sense of flow and a sense of peace that I had never felt in my life. I made a decision to unfollow religion. And even as I say this, just like with network marketing, it's such a buzzword. And just like with the word divorce, some of you are cheering me on and some of you are are wanting to end the podcast right now. I didn't turn away from God, but I left religion. For me, that was what God called me to do. And when I did that, I found a deeper connection and relationship with my creator than I had ever had before. I also stopped the hustle. You know, I am someone who could out hustle and outwork most people. It's sort of in my DNA, right? But it also comes from that old insecurity I mentioned earlier of hustling for my worth, of of seeking out approval and accolades and goals so that I felt worthy. But after all of this work, I realized that I was doing it for the wrong reasons. And I just stopped. I stopped saying yes to everybody. I learned what healthy boundaries were because I had no idea before that. I created healthy boundaries. I started saying no. I won't be meeting you for that meeting. No, I won't be getting on that call with you. Actually, that doesn't work for me. I won't be meeting that um, prospective business partner at 6 o'clock tonight while my family's having dinner. I actually don't work my business on those days. That's not going to work for me. It changed everything. I chose flow over hustle, yet when I have a goal like I have with launching this podcast, That's when I can consciously turn on the hustle and the goal getting mindset and then consciously turn it off. The results I got in that business is that that business grew into a multi million dollar business. That means not cumulatively, but bringing in millions of dollars in revenue annually with very, very little effort. I started working. Much, much less. I don't know. I'm going to say 20% at 20% instead of at 100% and getting bigger and better results. It was everything that I learned over those three and a half to four years went into practice and I saw it. I saw my relationships improve. I saw the relationship with my children improve. My self confidence improved. At one point, I felt this very, very, very obvious nudge from God telling me that my career in network marketing would not be forever. Now on paper, it didn't make sense. Certainly not bragging, and I certainly wasn't a you know million dollar earner like some women in some companies that I've heard of, but if you looked at my life, you would say, who'd walk away from that? You just have a check that shows up every month, right? You're making a healthy six-figure income and you have health insurance for your entire family. You have no boss. You don't have to have any goals if you don't want to, and you're going to stop doing that? Well, you know, sometimes when we hear a nudge or a whisper from, some of you will use the word universe or divine or God or Holy Spirit, whatever word you use is the word that you need to use. For me, I'll use the word God. I also sometimes say universe, but that nudge and that whisper, you know, when we hear it, when we feel it, we have the choice to honor it or not. So many times, and I'm sure you've heard this before, it will come as a whisper, and then it will come as a nudge, and then it will be like a smack in the back of the head, (laughs) might be a flick in the cheek. And if we don't learn that lesson or listen to the nudge, it will get bigger and bigger and louder and louder. And at some point, it feels like we got hit by a 747, as when I crashed after not listening to my creator telling me to slow down years ago. Right When I ended up physically in bed, That was getting hit by 747. This was more of a prompting. And the prompting was this awareness that, you know, it's time to be you. It's time to be okay with knowing that this chapter is ending. You're outgrowing this. It doesn't mean I'm better than, but for me personally, I was outgrowing it. Nothing was making sense to me anymore. I wasn't feeling in alignment with what was that life that I thought was mine, that career of network marketing. It didn't mesh with me anymore. Even though I believed so much, and still do, by the way, in the career and profession, it wasn't for me anymore at all. So when I felt that awareness, I didn't, unfor- unfortunately, make the choice to say, okay, God, I resisted. And what happened was I tried to put my own spin on it. And it backfired royally. I mean, it was a it was a painful painful lesson. And then I got knocked on my rear end and I realized, okay. So, I'm really going to listen this time. And the calling that I felt and I heard so clearly was that if I would be willing to use all of the growth that had been put in front of me that I had experienced over the years into something completely new and show other women how to do what I had done, that there would be such huge blessings that even though there was no guarantee of any financial gain whatsoever, no guarantee that it would, quote, work, no guarantee that anyone would listen to the podcast, no guarantee that anyone would read the book, no guarantee that anyone would show up when you speak, if you're willing to take that step and have faith, this is what I think you should do. And so I did. So I started writing a book, I ended my career in network marketing, and as I was writing that book, which I really thought was my calling, not a podcast, something wasn't feeling connected. It's interesting, because what you don't know about me, if you've never met me, is that I actually enjoy writing. I didn't want to write a book just to write a book, and there's nothing wrong with that if someone does, but I actually enjoy writing. You know, is, is there something in your zone of genius that hours and hours go by and you don't even know the time passes. Maybe it's playing an instrument or um, painting or something else, something like that. Have you ever had that experience? Well, if you haven't, we're going to talk about that too, finding something like that. But for me, it was writing. It didn't mean it, I, I was a genius at it. It's called your zone of genius. And I enjoyed it so much that that I could write for hours and hours and hours uninterrupted and never feel drained. So writing a book would have been easy, right? It should have been. All of a sudden, It was difficult. And I realize now that like with anything in life and like with many lessons in the past, it's because I was forcing something. I was supposed to do something else, but it wasn't writing the book. That is coming. But at that time, it didn't feel right because I wasn't ready. As I went to write down and write this memoir, I realized, you know, Tucker Max, the Tucker Max, had the opportunity of being in scribe book school. He said to me, you know, make sure that you are writing from your scars and not your wounds when you write a memoir. And I was like, Psh, you have no idea. Do you have no, how much, any idea how much work I've done on myself? Do you have any idea what I've been through in my life? I'm good. I went down to write and it was painful. The emotions were flooding up through me and out of me in a way that I was not ready for. And I realized these are still wounds. You're not ready. So I put the book down and, and that also grew me because it was difficult. When we say no to something that we've told everybody else that we're saying yes to, right, that's when our ego gets checked. And I had to be eat some crow and say, you know what, I'm actually not writing the book right now. The way I live my life, and I'm not claiming it's 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 the way everyone should, um, for me personally, I do recommend it though, I surrender my my everything that I do have, create, say, speak, think, To God. Um, And this isn't about religion. This is about a higher power. This is about that divine spirit of love that runs through all of us. And I say, God. And for many years, I've said that, but really consciously for the past three to four years, I've said, let my ears be your ears. Let my eyes be your eyes. Let my words be your words. You know, I want to live the life you want me to live, whatever it is, even if it doesn't make sense to me, I will do it. This book that I'm about to write, whatever it needs to be written, write it through me. And when God told me, um, and it wasn't a voice saying, you need to have a podcast. It was an awareness. I'll show you how it happened. And this is, and again, if you if you can keep following this podcast, you're going to hear stories and examples, if you haven't already experienced this, of signs and things coming to you. Um, if you open up your awareness, they show up. And so I looked up, I'm sitting in my home office, and I looked up at my big whiteboard. And in the corner of my whiteboard, I saw an affirmation. I love affirmations. I had written this about a year and a half ago. But for some reason that day, it stood out to me in a different way. One of the sentences in that affirmation said, my podcast explodes with success in 2020. And I was like, I don't remember that being there. Did I write that? There were sentences before and sentences after. But I don't remember that sentence being there, and I was like, "A year and a half ago, why would I have written that? Because I had no intention of starting a podcast, but it was there. I had been reading those affirmations for a year and a half, glancing at the board, you know, reading it you know a few times a week, not even realizing that sentence was there. I was speaking that out into existence and didn't even know it. When I read that sentence, I realized, "Oh, my gosh, it all makes sense. This is why. I was supposed to walk away. This is why the book didn't feel right yet. I'm supposed to have a podcast? Really? How do you even have a podcast? What are people gonna think? I'm gonna put my voice and all my thoughts on blast. What is my family gonna think? What are my friends gonna think? And then I just stopped and said, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And so I said, Yes. And that's where BU Podcast was born. The reason I called it BU is because, you know, there's so much empowerment for women. And trust me, I am all about it. And I feel like with some of the empowerment that we're seeing and experiencing online, it's missing something, right? I feel like we need to go back a few steps because we can clink the champagne glasses and, you know, put our backgrounds as pink and say, you know, empower yourself, love yourself and get petties. And But what about the messy part? What about the feeling of, well, I don't even know who I am. You're going to tell me to be me and love me? Who, who am I? I think so much, many of us have forgotten who we even are. We forgot about it when we were like seven or eight years old, when we started thinking about our looks and feeling like our image and our body was more important. When we started downplaying ourselves and taking on the opinions and the constrictions and the instructions of the world, we forgot who we even were. We look to social media to find who we are. We look to other women to see who we are. We alter ourselves physically and surgically and inject ourselves to to, to be the person we think we're supposed to be. But deep down, I know for sure that a lot of us don't even know who that is. So this podcast is going to be an exploration, a journey, a walk to find who are you really? Who were you created to be really? What is holding You back? What is the muck? What are the layers? What is the armor that's covering up that beautiful soul that you are? Did it come from trauma? Did it come from, you know, just the opinions of others? Did it just come from maturing in this world that we have? Wherever it came from, are we willing to walk through that, find those stories about ourselves that aren't true, that are telling us we should be something else? We're never going to be that. You're too much. You're not enough. You're this. You're that. You'll never be. Are we willing to do the work? And I say work to take that all off, strip that down, and stand before ourselves in the mirror and look into our own eyes and be able to say, I like her. I actually love her. As hokey as that sounds, are we willing to do that? Because once we do that, and again, this comes after a decade of doing so much personal growth from walking on hot coals to, taking courses and doing session after session with psychologists and spirit healers, I realize that if we're willing to do the work to find who we are and just say, I love you, I like you, and I'm going to be you, right? I'm going to be me. Once we do that, that is empowerment. Then we can go out and live the life we were designed to live. You know, when we don't do that, that's why we compare ourselves to other women. That's why we criticize other women. That's why we feel intimidated by other women. That's why we feel like we should look like other women. That's why we're afraid to make too much money or not enough money. We're afraid that that wanting money makes us bad. We're afraid that, you know, if we're this size or that size, it's not good enough. I mean, we're torturing ourselves for really no reason. If we realize that every single woman out there, every woman, the most quote, perfect woman you can imagine also has these same fears and stories. She also wonders if she's too much or not enough or that she's never going to be what she's supposed to be or should be. Every woman experiences that. That alone should be freeing just to hear that. It's just that some women recognize it and do the work to get rid of that. Some don't. And that's what defines how much peace and joy and success people can experience. So in this podcast, we are going to do everything from bring on experts, psychologists. We're going to talk about these modalities of EMDR and you know how do affirmations really work and what is the subconscious brain. And why is it that some people have great personalities, they're outgoing, they love people, but they can't sell shit. <laughs> they can't sell anything because they're so afraid of how they're going to come across. They're so afraid of looking weird or feeling weird or being offensive to people. Why is that? Why is it that some people with very little effort get results? We're going to talk about, you know, trauma, little T trauma, big T trauma. What does that even mean? Is it possible that as children, we had experiences that we don't think were traumatic because we had a great upbringing, but the reason we're screaming at our kid in our minivan in the Chick-fil-A line is because something triggered something from when we were five. We're also going to have a lot of fun. (laughs) We're going to have a lot of fun and talk about, you know, how to seek joy and seek fun. We'll talk about relationships, getting rid of mom guilt, you know, empowering ourselves to be and say that we are good moms without needing that from our kids or the world. We'll talk about healthy boundaries. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited. I hope you can feel it. I am pouring everything into this podcast. I am not just excited about it. This isn't just a hobby for me. This is the path I'm going to be walking consistently. You'll be hearing episodes every single week on Tuesdays. And I'm sure in the next month, we'll start having episodes twice a week. We have so much content coming. And the BU Collective is a community that you can be a part of. There is a seat at this table for you no matter where you are in your walk, no matter where you are in personal growth, no matter what your feelings or thoughts are around any of this. If you want to grow and you want to learn how to be you unapologetically, there's a seat for you. We're going to have a great community of women, supportive and full of love and joy. So I hope you enjoyed this information. I want to thank you for giving me your time. I do not take that lightly. I want you to just take a deep breath and remember that you and the life that you want are worth fighting for. And I'm gonna be right here with you every step of the way. Thank you so much for joining me on BU. I know there was something in this episode you were meant to hear, so let me know in a DM on Instagram at JillHermanBU. Be sure to subscribe to the BU podcast. And if you have iTunes, I would so appreciate you rating the podcast and leaving a comment with your biggest aha or takeaway sharing a screenshot of this episode on your story is the best way for us to reach women just like you. And if you send a link to a friend, let her know what unique quality she has that the world needs more of. If this is your first visit, welcome to our BU collective, where we get honest about what it takes to find our true self so we can set her free and start living.